Hi, it's Cree Mitchell, and I'm back. And I want to talk about the recent debates in the news and Congress and the different states regarding abortion. First of all, I'm a Christian, and I'm pro-life. Please do not shout me down. Let me finish. But I'm also pro-choice because God, when he created us, When he created man, gave everybody the right to choose. And even though I choose to be pro-life, I cannot inflict my beliefs on another. I believe everyone has the right to choose. So I will defend those who believe in uh, uh, abortion's right to their belief and their actions because they've got a right to choose. We don't have a right to take that choice away from them. And I know there are Christians out there that are going to have a fit and say, you're wrong, you're not godly, you're an error, you whatever. The word of God is true. Jesus never once in his walk on the planet, the 33 years he was here, he never once took the right to choose away. He gave advice on how to choose, but he never took the right of choice away. And he could have done that. Even when Moses brought the children of Israel out and they were in the wilderness and they're about to go in promised land, God gave him a message to tell them, I'm setting before you this day, death and life. Choose life. But the choice was theirs. He never took choice away. Not from Adam and Eve. He set them in the garden in Genesis chapter 1 and chapter two, and chapter three. He set them in the garden, told them about the tree of knowledge of good and of evil, told them to eat from the tree of life. Not the tree of knowledge of good and evil, the tree that contained death, but to eat from life. Adam and Eve chose to eat from the wrong tree. And because of it, they suffered a consequence. Death was brought in. So therefore, they suffered the consequences by their choices. But God gave them that right. He never wanted, he didn't take it away from mankind after Adam and Eve sinned. All through the generations, whether it was Noah and Abraham, King David, who I love, I love the life of King David, because it shows you a whole lot of Christian growth. And that even though when we mature and get to a certain point, we can still screw up, but we can come back. God gave David the right to choose. As a young man, God dealt with him. He was with his father's sheep. He fought the lion. He fought the bear. He killed them both with his bare hands because God's power and anointing was upon him. And yet he went before Goliath with five smooth stones, took one stone out, hit the giant, and killed him. And by the way, the reason why he had five smooth stones is because the giant had four other brothers. And he was planning on having to take them out if he had to. He had a stone for each one. He had awesome faith, believing the power of God in his life. But he goes on and marries, has several wives, not just one. And it wasn't God's will for him to have all those wives. But David chose that, and he never, God allowed him to choose. God never took his choice away from him. In the same way, when he took Bathsheba, somebody else's wife, the prophet came and told him, what you've done is wrong. There will be consequences behind it. 
And there were. There were because he had a man killed in order to have the man's wife because she was pregnant by him. And the baby ended up dying. David went through a lot. And the prophet told him that the sword would never leave his house. So therefore, years later, his own son tries to steal his kingdom, take it away from him. And David is on the run. But in all of that, God allowed us to choose, even up to Judas Iscariot, one of the 12 who walked with David, he, with, with Jesus. He was picked by Jesus, went all the way through. And Jesus warned him and told him, let him know, you're going you're gonna to betray me. Told Peter, I, you're going to deny me. Peter says, I will never deny you. But he gave them, he gave them a warning, but he allowed them to choose. And they chose. So for us to say as Christians that we need to stop abortions, that's there's no way we can because I was just reading an article today, I think it was in the Washington Post, but I'm not sure which one, so don't quote me on it, where it said the majority of abortions have been have been performed by Christians. So the problem is not with the procedure of an abortion, the problem is with the mindset of us as a people, as, 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 as Christians. There's some things that we need to get straight, but we still have the right to choose. You can be pro-life or not, but you've got that right to choose. And I defend each individual's right to choose. And those of you who disagree with me, I defend your right to disagree. But the word of God is exactly what it says. He gives us the right to choose. He said, choose you this day. So choice is always before us, and there are always consequences. With whether we choose life or death, there's going to be a consequence to each thing that we choose. Not only is if you choose the good thing, there's going to be a blessing. If you choose the bad thing, there may not be a blessing. I don't have a right to judge anybody that has an abortion. I don't have a right to judge anybody that chooses to get an abortion. I don't have that right. I can't set in judgment of you because I'm not God. I just know what I have to do for my life. And I think that's what we need to center on. I'm watching all these legislatures and states and all this stuff come up with these heartbeat bills and all this stuff. They're going to stop. They're going to stop on the stop. Just read about a senator, I believe it was last week, who was pro-life supposedly, but had had his mistress, who he had had an affair with, get an abortion. How can you push a pro-life agenda and you're using abortion you say you're anti-abortion? It can't be done. Bitter and sweet water can't come out the same fountain. So all I'm saying is we got a lot of work to work on regarding ourselves. We're always trying to change the world. Our job is not to change the world. Our job is to be a light in the world. Our job is to love those in the world. And that's what I see lacking. There's a lack of love and a lack of light. And it's not the world's. It's the church. We're the ones that have to address issues within us to get us clean. If you're listening and you've had an abortion, I love you. I am not condemning you. God bless you. Keep moving, sweetie, whoever you may be. And if you haven't, love you, God bless you, and you keep moving too. But all I'm saying is let's stop trying to beat down the world because they don't believe and see the way we're, we're supposed to. The United States, and I'm going to say this and then one of our episodes, 
we'll discuss it even more. We got to realize that the United States of America is not a church. It's a country. And it has, the way it's founded, the way we're set up, all citizens have to be considered. Those who are pro-life, those who are for abortion. You just can't garner things one way. And, I, and I've heard somebody say, well, yeah, I'm pro-life, but they've got Roe versus Wade and that offends me. You don't have to use it. If you're pro-life, you don't have to get an abortion. Keep moving. But what we cannot do is take the rights away from those who do believe in Roe versus Wade. I support an individual's right to choose. And I'm going to say it with every breath I've got. God supports your right to choose. I support your right to choose. This is Cree Mitchell. Just putting it out there. Holler back at me when you get a minute. Love you. Bye.